0: It's a two-year ban and then you know for any of those property, those those projects to get going from there it's you know a number of years from going forward so, so
1: it, it basically like the bottom line here is that they put the law into effect so that more canadians would be able to buy homes but now that's not happening because there's not enough money coming into the new build project like you're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today.
2: Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How are we doing? We're
1: back. What it do? What it do? We're back.
2: Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, and uh, winter's almost done. Those are our headlines for the morning. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. My name is Paul Stevenson. I'm joined as always by Greg Campbell and
1: Mr. David Warren. Hey, gentlemen. how are we? Hey. Doing? Fantastic,
0: good, doing fantastic. But I what a what a gr- I must say, what a great game, yes, last night. I'm going to touch on the Super Bowl briefly, but <clears throat> damn good game. Unfortunately, it came down to like the dying seconds of a, and a holding penalty but great game overall yeah, I
2: yeah it was good I uh, I agree I enjoyed it I had uh, had some uh, had some family over and uh, you know did the old pizza and wings uh, it was great exciting game uh good company good game good food I mean what more can you ask for that's mm-hmm. uh that's all you want as long as it's on if, a blowout by 40 points
0: and if you put your money on the over congratulations. <laughs> You're Free money. <clears throat> Free money Mondays. Um so lots
2: of lots of news headlines uh this week. I know uh there's there's a few things happening, uh, but let's talk about what we're seeing before we get into that. What's uh, what's Ottawa looking like right now,
0: gentlemen? What do you what are you seeing out there in the wild west? uh we're seeing explosions uh in the wild explosions. west uh, <laughs> yeah, the
2: housing market exploding in east end literally <laughs>
1: um yeah yeah it, it looks like that's the hot topic for uh for this morning anyways because i think everybody knows we record this on monday morning and uh big explosion in orleans
0: in one of the newer developments right. doesn't look like anyone's been hurt yeah no think. injuries thankfully but uh yeah, look uh, i think you mentioned a minto developments a 10th line it's yeah. It would either be Minto or Madammy, but I have a feeling it's Minto just by mm. what I'm looking
1: at here. So yeah, the road's blocked off on Tenth Line between Decoe and um, Wall Road, which is part of those new communities. So uh, wild gas leak. There's a clip on yeah. uh, Twitter uh, somewhere from um, someone's ring door cam, and uh, it's like looks like someone just oh, dropped a bomb on a house. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so
0: uh, what happens to those doesn't seem like people anyone.
2: That, that locked... So that that was a new build development. The people that own those seven or eight units, what happens now? I guess insurance
0: steps in, and uh, I guess well, they, they haven't take closed twice as much to build like, a home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they will. I mean, in a case like that, they are vacant homes still under construction. So, the, the, yeah, I guess the, the builder will have construction. Right. Yeah, they'll have their construction insurance on it, and. And Hopefully. they'll have to get uh, in- inspected and uh, and rebuilt and insured. So any of those people that were waiting on those probably for a closing in the uh, in the spring or fall, uh, we'll have to wait another year or two, unfortunately. That's, but <laughs> that's
1: that's crazy though. Imagine buying a house and you're about to move in, and it explodes, like four so, homes yeah. leveled, and then it's like. Do you really want to move into a, a new home built on that same piece of land? Is some type of
0: curse. So there was, when the, when the tornado hit Ottawa a couple of years ago, um, it wasn't one of my clients. But uh, one of the houses in the, in the PN that uh, got hit by the tornado actually had a sale agreement on it. So it was under contract to be purchased by somebody else. And the whole second story ripped off. Wow, um and they they were kind of in limbo what the heck and it was closing within days um so the sellers already under contract to buy something else and then you know these buyers planning on moving in in the next couple days and uh yeah that's so at least in the case like this it's just the builder that owns it it's not the individual and you know insurance construction insurance will kick in that was definitely a a mess because they had to wait for insurance, and that canceled or that purchase agreement was put off. And, anyways, that was a uh, that one was oh. wild. Yeah.
2: So they weren't looking. They weren't looking for a bungalow, is what you're saying.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> they weren't looking to downsize.
2: <laughs> Freshly <laughs> renovated bungalow.
0: Uh, it's the old lo- uh, top lopped off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's
1: uh, what else do we have here? You want to get into that thing that you brought up, Dave?
0: Yeah, so I thought this was kind of talking about um, you know, houses under construction, kind of an interesting um um kind of
1: very interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, kind of um I'm I'm lost. I'm at a loss for words right now. Anyways, um the foreign, <laughs> the, the foreign buyer ban uh that we're that came into effect for January 1st banning any foreign uh non-Canadians from purchasing a home uh, in Canada has language in the act that actually restricts the purchase of vacant land that is uh, zoned residential by any even any company with um, ownership over three percent so it's actually having adverse effects for especially in toronto where there is such a massive need for for development and and the government trying to put a um trying to double the pace of new home construction to 400,000 units annually over the next 10 years. Um, this is actually having an adverse effect because most of the large developers in Toronto either pair up with um, develop- developers from, you know, this US or or other countries or that they're, uh, they get financing from uh, some of these foreign companies as well uh, for the development of these uh, projects because they obviously are large scale projects so it's actually putting a halt to a lot of plans for these companies uh, that are wanting to um wanting to develop properties in in some of these major cities so it's it's kind of having um you know an adverse effect this this act for the develop you know for the increase of supply um you know and it's talking about you know it's interviewing it's a, a bloomberg article uh, interviewing a number of uh, toronto-based lawyers and, and developers you know, saying that the the three percent level of ownership is is you know rather absurd. That it's kind of just um you know such a, a low figure that it's really restricting um going to restrict supply and and uh you know when it you know this was so, not this was an unintentional you know I think it's it was an unintentional uh, react uh you know kind of um response effects yeah to, to the act but it's certainly going to have uh you know a longstanding. Uh, effect, you know, on supply over the next several years because it's a two-year ban. And then, you know, for any of those property those those projects to get going from there, it's, you know, a number of years from going forward. So, so
1: it, it basically, like, the bottom line here is that they put the law into effect so that more Canadians would be able to buy homes, but now that's not happening because there's not enough money coming into
0: the new build projects by Correct. Canadians to buy yeah, homes. Yeah, or, or that, you know, similar, you know, like for something a lot of, like yeah. that. Some of these builds are, you know, hundreds of millions, and so, you know, there's only Canada's a small country, yes, a very wealthy yeah. country, but a small country at that, and so a lot of these large-scale developments pair up with foreign, uh, you know, get financing from, you know, foreign countries, you know, again like the U.S. or or Europe and Australia and things like that, um, and or Asia, and then from uh, for financing and and for developers as well, so it's uh, it's going to restrict there. I think you know it's obviously unintentional. But you know, having that three percent, there, uh, I, I would hope that if this becomes a, a serious issue or that there is not the funding uh, locally for these developments, that they do, um, you know, kind of, uh, kind of maybe change that that wording in the act from that three mm-hmm. percent foreign ownership and, and increase that so that we aren't behind the you know continually behind the eight ball of uh, of new supply. Well, and it's interesting that you said you know that is kind of
1: collapsing and i was also reading this morning about that most investors uh across canada uh, it did a percentage uh, amount of what they own on properties and then what they own on properties built in 2016 to 2000 like till now and it's a big difference so it seems like generally investors are buying newer properties it seems like uh in this um review it was more um along the lines that condos, like apartments were still the biggest one, uh, the biggest product for investors. And, you know, the, the numbers are pretty big. Like, uh, so it, it's, it's kind of saying like now that if the investors are buying the new properties, what's happening to the old properties where people were going in and doing the renos and maybe flipping them, making them better for, or for resale or making them better for, a new tenant? Does that mean that the, uh, you know, little things like the flippers tax is actually, um, starting, like, is it, is it working or are some people just being like, I'm not even going to bother with that anymore. I'm only going to invest in newer developments, um, and just change their whole model. Uh, it's, I would I don't know. It's an interesting article to read. It's in a uh, better dwelling. Um, yeah. I mean,
0: there, there's also the, um, uh, um, the the kind of the the rental laws as well for what you can increase um for builds that are right, 2018 or right. newer right there's you know the rent yeah. control differences Different. there uh so potentially that has uh, an impact with with what some of these investors are looking for as well right um where they can you know they're not as as uh as restricted to just the cpi um and i would imagine a lot of those like for the for better dwelling it's it's you know for condos being very popular, I would imagine um, it's probably my guess is pretty Toronto or, or Vancouver focused. Kind of, I find a lot of these articles are. Yeah. I mean, I think in a lot of those know, bigger, bigger of cities, always, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, but I, I, I do think that with the, um, with where prices are at, with where interest rates are at for investors, certainly looking at the newer construction uh, is is more of interest because of the, you know, kind of that lack of rent you know kind of those laws around rent control for 2018 or newer um you know not having to worry about renovations or anything like that when mm-hmm. yeah. um you know for anything older you're you're kind of getting into maybe a day-to-day track system or roof or whatever may be where you're not only have these higher carrying costs of the property because of where interest rates are at uh but then also the expected uh overhead for for maintenance and repairs as opposed to new product but mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. Anyways, it's it's uh it's something
1: else here. And yeah. we're also looking at uh you know, Canadian seniors uh, are increasing their reverse mortgage debt at a rapid rate. I think Dave, you had some better information than I do about that because you're in that business. What do you have to say about it?
0: Yeah, I think I think it, you know, for those out there, I think yeah, it was uh I think it was a record year last year of um like Um, I think Home Equity Bank, who does the chip reverse mortgages, they're the most popular. Uh, I think they funded over a billion uh, in reverse mortgages. You know, typically, and this is for listeners that have maybe uh, elder parents, you know, kind of chat with them, you know, look into it. Uh, A lot of people, obviously, their retirement is based on the equity in their home. And the only Mm -hmm. way of unlocking that is through sale or refinance. The unfortunate thing right now is when, you, you know, you've got somebody who is retired uh, maybe they're on only CPP and OAS, uh, so qualifying with a conventional bank is is extremely tough because they won't do it just based on equity, uh, or they have a pension with the government or with some other company, um, and but it's still not enough with where interest rates are at for qualifying. That you know interest rates are elevated, qualifying for a traditional mortgage with your you know major bank or what have you is is a lot trickier, especially with limited income, and so for that. Uh, that aging population that's you know been historically kind of banking on their their equity to to live and, and kind of get them through retirement, they're not able to unlock it, and so they're having to go the reverse mortgage route. Which, for those that you who don't know, look at um, you know qualify based on age and uh, equity in the home. So the you know based there's a met um, a metric based on your age of how much of a how high of a loan to value you can go. Uh, on your home without worrying about any qualifying uh, because what they do is you can have it set up where either you're not making any payment on the amount that you withdrew, so but the interest rates are higher than what your traditional mortgage would be. Uh, however, they've got a couple different components. You can either make a regular payment on the interest uh, so that it's not eating away any additional equity in the property, uh, or you can have The monthly payments just compounding and kind of you know eating away if you will the equity. So let's say maybe you get a reverse mortgage up to fifty percent, and you say you know what, and we have fifty percent equity, I'm not gonna you know worry about making any payments. You know I'm just gonna pull this money out, and you know it's just going to tack on. Those payments onto that 50%, so that maybe down the road when they go to sell, maybe it's now at 60 or 65% loan to value. That loan amount, uh, they you can set it up where it's also or it's a monthly payment like a pension, and so you're paying less interest. It's only on mon- money that you're drawing. Right. Uh, so there are different ways. It is a really good product uh, for those that aren't able to qualify in other you know traditional means or looking for a drip, you know, kind of that as if they're mm-hmm. on a pension. But it is you know right now they this past year did see a, you know, an increase in in use of reverse mortgages just because of the qualifying. Uh, so for those of you, you to let's say well, those of you that have maybe parents that are in that baby boomer uh, stage that they, you know, focused on paying down their mortgage uh, over the, you know, over the last, 20 years, 30 years in their home and they've been planning on using it for retirement. Just, you know, I think having those conversations with your parents as well and, and having uh, being you know, open as far as what that plan in retirement is or accessing that and, you know, being involved in that conversation of whether that reverse mortgage is best for them or, or if there are other avenues, maybe, you know, speak to a mortgage professional um, to see if there are other avenues of tapping into that equity where maybe you can get that interest rate lower uh, and not kind of in that higher, Reverse mortgage rate mm-hmm. rate realm. The, the other,
2: uh, the other, the other positive of of the reverse mortgage too is that when you're taking that money, it's 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 your own equity, so it is tax free. Like you're not you're not paying taxes on those monthly payments, and it also doesn't impact your government benefits. So if you have your OAS or whatever, it doesn't it doesn't impact that in any way. Um, so a lot of people, I think, have that at least in the conversations I've had about these in the past. People are concerned, like, oh well. You know, if I take income in another way, I'm going to be losing my benefits, but it doesn't impact that either. So there are a lot of benefits, as Dave mentioned, um, to going that route.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's the, just... Uh, sorry, go ahead, Dave. Oh, I was just going to say, I think it's just, you know, important to have uh, have open dialogue, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with those family members or parents or whatever it may be that are maybe considering it. Because I know from the stats, from talking with a uh, uh, Home Equity Bank, who has that CHIP mortgage, is I think it's something like 90% of their clients, you know, they actually reach out directly to them and they're um, you know, they're not going through, uh, you know, it's not family. They're reaching out, you know, it's just phone or, or, or email inquiries um, and they're not wanting to involve their family in the conversation, uh, which is unfortunate because there might be other avenues or or anything Mm -hmm. like that, or just, you know, I think it's important to have those that open dialogue uh, with that, that planning um because it is it can be a very good product but it's just kind of to paul's point there are tax advantages there are uh other aspects to it it's it's unlike the u.s product when people hear reverse mortgage they think of all the articles back in the day of of in the u.s where you hit 100 loan to value let's say um that they're going to take your home out from underneath you in canada that's not the case you can be at 100 you know you could Live to 120 years old and be at 120% loan to value, and they still uh, cannot take your home. It's you know really that's on the bank. They, that's why they have that age loan to value matrix, um, you know, to to limit you know the max LTV they'll give uh, based on age. But that's solely because they're they're you know if you're compounding the payments onto the to the principal that uh, you know they have to manage their risk as well. But they can't take that home out from underneath you. Hmm. That's great info guys. I think, you know, what I'm getting out
1: of of this episode is uh, maybe this is the headline money doesn't care. Money just doesn't Mm -hmm. care. So you better (laughs) learn how to work with it and you better learn, you better figure it out because it does not care about you. Uh, You know, and it can, you know, it causes a lot of problems for a lot of people. So you better, uh, you know, just get, get interested in learning more about it and how to make it work for you.
2: Well, and just understanding it, like I know we're not, uh, none of us are economists, but obviously being in the industry where we kind of see the trends a little more than than most people probably as far as interest rates and home prices and at least relating to real estate. And there are a lot of advantages even right now of like with the market being, you know, dipped, you could say, uh, a little dipped, uh, you know, who doesn't love, I don't know. If, Anyone used to go to DQ, but uh, the dips cone. I mean, that's my favorite. Dipped cone. <laughs> dipped cone uh,
0: wow. So there, are, there are benefits. Wow.
1: There are benefits
2: to going wow. dips, you know. I uh, know, but... Uh,
1: <laughs> Let's get dips
2: but, but, yeah. <laughs> but in a dip market, I mean, there are a lot of advantages to buying now. And I think that's, that's kind of what, uh, what we're saying is that understanding, or at least what I'm taking from this, uh, understanding... Even at a very high level, uh, you know, the ebbs and flows of of the economy uh, does open doors for opportunities as well. Um, and, you know, for us right now, seeing where the market is, I know we've said this the last couple of weeks, but there is a big opportunity for, for buyers right now to get in while the market is uh, dipped, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Um,
0: that's that's a great that's segue. I, I think that's a great segue into uh, to Greg. I know you've got some stats got for us. Some stats. So uh, got some stats. let's, great segue, Paul. Great segue.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's, I, I rocked Stittsville this week. Stittsville. I was like, let's get into the Stitts. Um, very interesting. <laughs> As usual, the statistics are very interesting. So, um, you know, in for detached homes in Stitsville right now, there's 34 active. Averaging 79 days on market at an average list price of a million, uh, 1.002. So a million two thousand. Now, followed by four conditionally sold, averaging 81 days on market at, at an average sales price of conditionally sold price, sorry, at uh, 882,000. Now, sold in the last four weeks, we have 15. Averaging seventy days on market at an average price of seven ninety one. So you've got a million to eight eighty two to seven ninety one. And in twenty twenty two, at the same time, there was nineteen homes sold, averaging eight days on market at nine hundred and seventy two thousand dollars. So Jeez. the sold is down. Like that's almost two hundred thousand. Based on you know, obviously there's little elements in there that'll that'll skew that a bit, but that's the average right now. That's pretty wild. So when we get into towns I mean this is this is kind of weird and I'll explain why. So there's 17 active averaging 60 days on market at an average list price of $636,000. There's one conditionally sold that's listed at 750. Now, I took a look at this property and it's not 750. So I I'm really anxious to see what this sells for because I don't understand why it's listed at 750 and how it's conditionally sold at that price. Like I just doesn't make sense to me. But uh, I just wanted to put it out there because these are the real numbers, not trying to hide anything. Not hiding anything from you people, (laughs) people interested in Stitzville. So uh, we've had eight sold in the last four weeks, 41 days on market average price 598,000 2022 at the same time 19 homes sold, uh, eight days on market averaging 721,000. Again, so that's down just over, you know, that's $120,000 decrease dips. in average sales price. Dips, dips, <laughs> bro. Condos, 7 days on 7 active, 80 days on market, same as the detached homes, 520k average price, conditionally sold one, 6 days on market at 600k. Again, and that's actually, uh, you know, I want to say it's condos. It's all across the map. So that could be a condo town, condo apartment, whatever. So uh, this one in particular was actually a condo uh, semi bungalow um, that they have out there. So zero sold uh, in the last four weeks. And then we have three sold in 2022, averaging five days on market, 510,000. So the price 2022. To the current uh, active is basically the same as last year, which we've been seeing repeatedly. Condos have kind of stayed pretty close to the same, if not increased. uh Rentals 31 active rentals, 36 days on market, $2,560 is the average price, zero conditional, 16 rented, 38 days on market, 2,340 is the average price of properties rented in the last four weeks in Stittsville and rented in 2022. The same number. 16 were rented, 38 days on market, and 2,340. It's the same thing. I don't get it, but I double-checked that. It's the same thing. So the price is exactly the same as last year if you're renting in Stittsville. Average. Intriguing. That's very interesting.
0: <clears throat> I kind of, you know,
1: that, that that's wild.
0: I think that's uh, if there's A number of individual investors or any for those rentals in Stittsville that purchased 2022, I would imagine they're highly underwater and they, if, if rents have not changed and I could see there being a, you know, more property coming on the market in that area than for those, from those investors, I would think. Potentially, potentially, yes. And, you know,
1: getting out of the statistics here a bit, I'll give you an interesting stat. I personally, uh, me, team, whatever, three multiple offers in the last four days. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, it's happening more. Uh, people are getting more aggressive. We had to do one where we, lo- we lost and then uh, we went in on the backup and we only gave them like basically like in, in real time because it went in late. Uh, you know, six hours, really, like, you, you need to get back to us in six hours, we knew they had showings coming up. We're like, we're not messing around here. You know, so if you're just keep keeping it in, in your head, if you're a buyer, and you're working with your agent, that it's, it's happening, and be prepared for it. You know, there was just weird situations, like we have these cash buyers too. And they're like, is this going to be beneficial to an offer? And we're like, well, no, not really. Like we haven't, seen a reason to use cash as like a as leverage in an offer lately because it's it's not crazy multiple offers going on but in this scenario we're like yeah by the way this we have a cash buyer you know just tell the seller that like it's not gonna they don't need financing it's cash which is <laughs> which is crazy that they asked us about it and we were like we're like I don't know if you're gonna need to use that and then all of a sudden here we are so no oh make sure that if you're buying, make sure that you and your agents go over everything, like everything multiple times so that you're fully prepared for any scenario because I'm seeing all these scenarios. They're all totally different, but there's elements of last year coming in.
2: Yeah, I feel like right now it's either, right now it's either multiple offers or no offers. It's uh, kind of what you're saying about, you know, if the home is, Primed, ready, you know, turnkey. Then it seems those are all getting multiple offers. I had a client lose a multiple offer this week too, and uh, and then there's other properties that they're just sitting, sitting, vi- sitting vacant or just no movement.
1: Maybe some showings, yeah. but not
2: not the same chaos. So I don't know if that's well, pricing issue. if It's just the quality of
1: the product. It's just it's it's just timing, man. Like there's two. There well, sorry, there's two that I know. There's one that we were involved in. It had been sitting for, it's been on the market for almost, I think, four months. And they had a couple of offers that fell through. One for financing, one for inspection. Probably this cold feet. And then the, uh, anyways, and then it, no offers for 30 days. We offer on it. They get another offer. You know what I mean? And then there's things like that happening. And the house is just, it's not great, but it was vacant. It was one of the vacant ones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, It's it's just, it's wild out there just be prepared. You can't have enough conversations and you can't ask enough enough questions. That's, I'm actually working on uh, something with, with Luca right now where we're going to be, um, we're taking every conversation that we're having now with clients and we're making very specific notes on questions that they're asking um, and how the conversation's going. And we're going to make like a, we're going to do a video series about, uh, you know, which will be useful for agents and it'll be useful for, buyers and sellers as well just things to be aware of because i think it's important that everybody has that information and and i don't think that you should i think it should be available to everybody there needs to be more of that out there right because it is uh it it is very stressful and if you are not representing your client properly uh you know it can backfire so it's, it's beneficial for for agents and it's beneficial for clients as well
0: great i uh looking forward to seeing that i think uh think on that though i think we've touched on a lot of our uh i'm trying to look at, at the list so. of articles i think we've touched on everything paul you're, i know you're you're in a commute so i doubt you have any uh any mood boost well for us.
2: no i just walked in the door and i have some boosts
0: oh look at that how timely yeah
2: yeah i uh <laughs> It was, it, was it was a slow morning It was a slower morning than usual You know <laughs> uh, Okay let's see here I got I gotta see which ones are actually good Okay here we go I got three I got three You guys ready? Ready Number one Oof Why do nurses like red crayons? <laughs> Why? Because sometimes they have to draw blood <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man. <laughs> um, I knew, I knew Dave, that I knew, Dave, I, knew on, I knew what was coming based on. I knew it was coming
0: based on just your resp- your your reply like right before reading it. The oof <laughs> <That's> too- <laughs> cold as ice.
2: Um, number two. When the smog lifts in Los Angeles, what happens? UCLA.
0: Ay, ay, ay. Ah. No? I mean, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All
2: right, yeah. number three. Uh, what do cats eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Good old Mice Krispies. Yeah, tasty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two days left. One day, I guess, now, to vote for uh, uh... Uh, Toe Wrap. For podcast of the year, Faces Magazine, uh, closing ends or voting ends on the 15th. So uh, make sure to slide in there, get a vote in, and vote don't, for uh, all the other great business owners in our wonderful capital city. Don't and, vote based
0: uh, on those last uh, those last mood boosts.
2: Yeah, don't, no, you're not voting on the mood boost, <laughs> It's the entirety of the content. Um, and if you haven't already, <clears throat> subscribe to us on YouTube. We're, we're pushing a 1,000, gents. I think we're forty, about forty away. So if you're listening, slide over to YouTube, give us a sub, yeah.
0: dip, dip uh, over to YouTube,
2: yeah, dip. get dipped. Dip. And if you haven't, uh, if you haven't already, uh, leave us a comment, review us, share, and uh,
1: write a question. We'll answer it. And, and you know what? I, I want to. I think we should say this at the beginning of the next show because I don't know how many people have already tuned out. But I'm very <laughs> grateful for all of the. Um, the business that has come from uh, viewers of this of this show that are watching us and actually trust us to do business with them because i look at us some days and i'm like who the heck who in the <laughs> heck would want to work with these guys these guys are crazy <laughs> so we're i'm i'm super grateful for it i had a, i had some more calls last week with other viewers and they were just like the best people and so down to earth and I, I and i love it i love it everybody everybody that we've been working with through the show has been fantastic i think you guys probably Agreed. feel the same way too
0: yeah no I'm always, I agree. I'm always still amazed that people listen to us ramble so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i agree and, and it seems uh it seems like i guess after years of listening there's uh there's a certain understanding built like i feel like when i talk to people they're like oh yeah we feel like we know you it's like you know, yeah yeah i guess after it. uh hours and hours of conversation there's only so much uh there's only so much you can hide you know so they see us at our best they see us at our worst
1: exactly (laughs) transparency
0: yeah transparency (laughs) awesome Uh, jokes uh,
2: i I think we got a lot covered today we uh we went heavy on the headlines but i think that's what we needed
0: all right let's end on that (laughs) one
2: all right gentlemen well we'll see you next week
1: here's this all right all right bye Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe, because we'd really like that.